0: So as I start this prayer, you're welcome to close your eyes and to take whatever resonates with you deep in, into that heart space, into that God space within. So I know there is one, one power, one source in this universe, always present, always available, always saying yes. You may call it God, Buddha, Allah, Universal Spirit, Power, you can call it whatever you want, but it is always the same, always present. And just as that is always present, it is always inside us. It is us. We are simply these earth beings, these earth suits, holding that God within, that Spirit, our essence always, always speaking to us. Our job is to listen. Within us, our essence, our reason to be here, that heart space, is love, is compassion, is strength, is courage. Courage to do what we know is ours to do. Courage to show up when it may be uncomfortable, but with the knowing inside us, it is right. And that is what courage is. And it is always within us. It is knowing The right thing for us to do, to be, to have, even when it's uncomfortable, even when our mind might be saying, I don't want to, you're not safe, I can't. We can, when we go within and allow that courage to take over, to guide us, that courage is God talking to us, ourselves talking to ourselves, saying, yes, yes, this is the way. Yes, this is for us to do. It may not be for our neighbor to do. It may not be for our loved one to do, but it is for us, whatever that might be. And to go within and to allow that to come up and out and be us. Yes, that takes courage. It takes courage to get up here and talk. It takes courage to walk in these doors for the first time. It takes courage to speak our word, even when we don't think it will be well-received. But when we are truly who are, we are here to become and to be, we are in our courage. And courage, the word, comes from the Latin word that means love. So when you are living f- from courage and holding yourself with love, as you're being courageous, that is love of self, love of the God-self. So I encourage all in this coming year and beyond to be courageous, because courage is love. And I'm just so grateful being in this place, right, Here and now, being courageous and seeing courage as I look around. Your faces, in your hearts, knowing. And I'm so grateful. Thank you for the courage that is in each and every one of us. And I release this into the law, knowing it is the truth. It is the truth of all of us, those present here today, those not present, our loved ones, our friends, our our friends we've not met yet. The world is courage. So I release that knowing that truth. And together we say, and so it is.
1: So this month, we're, we're, um, we're exploring the core teachings of this way of life we call the science of mind, this, this philosophy, this teaching, this how to be uh, in the world. And we're going to look at that all month. It's kind of a going back to basics, uh, which is a good thing to do in January is, is to get get back to what's the core of what I believe. I, I, I've I've shared with you before that I used to be a hardcore cyclist, and and in January of every year I I would you know go take my equipment and completely you know tear it down and rebuild it, and I would make sure that I was in good form on the bike and and uh, set up my plan for the year for my training programs and what events I was I was going to be uh, doing and stuff like that. So it's a great time to sit and and say. Um, What is it that I want to do? What is is it that this year is going to bring? So in the beginning, God. And when we say God, it's not a big guy in the sky. It's this spark of creation. It's this energy. It's this, this beingness, if you will. I'm going to do a brief bit of business. Linda, can you cover the count? Because Terry's not here today. You did. Thank you. You're wonderful. Um, so there's just this one presence, one presence, one infinite energy, one beyond words. Whatever name you want to call it, it's fine. It doesn't care. You know, a teacher of mine said, you know, I don't care if my kids call me daddy, papa, father, whatever, as long as they call me, right? And so the infinite does not have, it's not something that cares about and needs the right name for you and it to have a relationship. We're already one of it. Whatever name you want to call it, it's beingness without a cause. But this beingness without a first cause, it's beingness that that did not originate and start somewhere. It just is the beingness itself. And it chose to individualize. You know how I know that it chose to individualize? Because we're here. We're here. And it creates the experience of my mind and my life And we have the perception that it's separate from your life, right, and the infinite life, and yet there's only one mind. We're all just using it. We're all tapped into the same oneness. It's just spirit experiencing itself as itself. How's that for a game? I hope you like it because you're playing in it. I'm playing in it. We're all playing in it. So as we play in this, we play in this experience, we think, which is the core activity of the one mind. We think. We're not crustaceans. We think. And that's the spark of that creation. And the one mind is the substance from which we create. It's the substance that thinks, and it's the substance into which we think. And out of that comes everything. Ernest Holmes, our founder, uh, said, the divine plan is one of freedom. Bondage is not God ordained. We're here to be free. He's writing this in about 1937, 1938, and he's talking to the mindset that we're here to suffer and earn our way back to heaven and back to God, you know, that that tr- kind of traditional way of thinking. And he's saying, no, no, that's not it at all. We're here to be free. That freedom is the essence of, and the purpose of who we are. The kids are joining us, so just uh, bear with that. Beautiful young spark of sparks of creation. Ernest Holmes also said, "To learn how to think is to learn how to live. For our thoughts go into a medium that is infinite in its ability to do and to be. Take that in for a moment. Our thoughts go into a medium that is infinite in its ability to do and to be. Each is drawing from life what he or she she thinks into life. Each of us is taking out what we put in. And then he goes on to say, Thought creates a mold in the subjective, or the consciousness, In which this idea is accepted and poured. And when he's talking about poured, he's talking about a mold like an iron, you know, in an iron factory where you make a mold, or if you're going to uh, work with wax and you make a mold for candles. And this thought is accepted and poured and sets power in motion in accordance with the thought that we put into it. And he goes on to say, this is important ignorance. This excuses no one from its effects, for we are dealing with law and not whimsical fancy. One of my early teachers used to say, ignorance of the law is no excuse for the law. Just because I don't know that it's working doesn't mean that it's not working. And it's important to recognize that we often put creative, creative thought into the law and then forget what we put in to be created. Anybody besides me? Yeah, But it's there, and it's looking for the perfect time and opportunity to reveal its finished creation. And we may like it or not like it, but that's the process. It's the process. It's our creation into the law. Some of our creations show up instantaneously. Some of them take years to manifest. It's still our creation. You know, I had to laugh. I mentioned that I was was sick over the uh, last couple days. And as I was contemplating that, and I was sitting in meditation this morning, I realized... And let's see, last Christmas, my back was out. And the Christmas before that time, something else was going on. And I've had dental emergencies. And it's like, oh, I have a pattern running here. Get sick over the holidays. I'm canceling that pattern. I've already declared how I want to spend Christmas this coming year with health. So one of the pro- ways this process works that we often don't like is creating from these unconscious thoughts and tendencies, just like I talked about just a moment ago, that we didn't consciously choose, but they're running in the background. See, I didn't sit there and go, I wanted to be sick this weekend. I had, I had bigger plans than that. But they're running in the background. They can come from family traditions, they can come from group consciousness, or even physical patterns. And all of them show up in ways that we don't necessarily want, but they show up because they're created in our minds. And most of these thought patterns, are you ready? More than 60% of them were created by the time you were four years old. Hi. (laughs) And about 80% of them were created by the time you were eight years old. Many of them are made by your perspective on things that happened in your life with all the great wisdom and perspective and life experience that a four-year-old has. Right? I remember my daughter when she was six and a half, and my my wife for my wife and I, her mom and I were divorcing, coming to me and saying, I caused the divorce. And I said, Yes, you did. And she's been in therapy ever since. No. No, I did not. But she had it in her mind that she was the cause of the divorce. That was what, from her six-and-a-half-year-old perspective, she decided. Remember, the law of creation is just like the law of gravity, and it doesn't say, you're such a young, innocent child, I'm, I'm going to let this one slide. It can't do that. The law of gravity works the same whether you're six months old or 60 years old, right? Yes? Okay. So this law is impersonal. It works alike for all of us everywhere, all the time, constantly. Breathe. So we're constantly creating in it. And oftentimes, we come to a time such as this new year, and we declare ourselves happy to release the old year, right? As though the period of time itself were creative. But years don't create. We do we create within years. We create with our conscious and our unconscious thinking. So in a few minutes, we're going to do a process to physically embody both a releasing and a stepping into, releasing the old and stepping into the new. That's why we have our arches up today. We're going to step consciously and powerfully into the new. And what I'm going to invite you to do is to do this with a little different consciousness than you may have done processes like this before. Ram Das, who passed away last month, had a mantra that said, I am loving awareness. He approached everything with, I am loving awareness. That's a very non-judgmental state to be in. That's just a state of, I am perceiving this as, as loving awareness which is the truth of spirit, because spirit just is loving awareness. That's all it is. And so when we move into that I am loving awareness sense, we are embodying and duplicating the consciousness of spirit. So in a moment, I'm going to invite you to walk to the back of the sanctuary space. And then one at a time, on each aisle, uh, to walk mindfully down the aisle, Towards the, ar- towards the arches, and let it be a walk through the past year or the past decade. We have a new decade here. Okay, let it be a walk through the past year or the past decade. So that you're literally, as you're walking down the aisle, you're walking through all of this last year or this last decade, and looking at it all with loving kindness. Looking at it all with loving kindness. When I shared this with uh, a couple of the practitioners at the start, they were talking about, we were talking about how, you know, from 10 years ago, we, you know, all the changes and the shifts that had happened and the things to be released and how it brought us to this place where we're happier than we've been in a very, very long time or maybe ever. I can speak for that for myself. And so, but we had to go through all that stuff, right? I know we had to because, we did. And so each of us has gone through stuff over the last year or the last decade. And so it's just to observe the stuff with this loving awareness, recognizing that all of it is just the law in motion. Could you do the next PowerPoint, please? Creation is always beginning, but it's never ending. Things may come and things may go, but creation goes on forever. This is that spark of creation. and the song, it says, may it go on forever. And it does, because the spark of creation is the divine within us. Mm. So when you reach the arches, after you've done that release, you'll notice that on, there's a candle on one side. If there's anything that's kind of sticking, you know, like this morning I woke up, I, <clears throat> I realized that Thursday, the 2nd of January, when I was doing a whole lot of um, bodily release work, it was releasing the decade. I got real clearly aware of that. Apparently there was a lot to release, too. But this morning I had one little last vestige of a thought. I wanted to go have a fight with somebody. And it wasn't an ex-wife even. It was just somebody who made a comment at a previous church. And I realized, no, I need to let go of that. I'm done with that. Hold that person in loving consciousness and let go of that. So if you come up here and you have something like that, you realize there's still a little niggle going on, toss it into the fire in your mind. Just let the candle flame burn it up and release it, okay? So that's the release part of it. Then you're gonna step through the arches and you're gonna meet angels. And the angels are our practitioners we are going to hold you in loving consciousness and bless you in what it is that you would like to manifest for this coming year. Bless you. So you'll be free of all that past stuff. Step through the arch. And you may be called, if you feel like it, to tell them a God quality that you would like to be blessed in. A God quality. God quality is something like love, joy, health, Wisdom, freedom, abundance, good, wholeness, whatever it is that you want. And what this is is not a story. It's just one or two words. It's not, you know, I've got my house for sale. and I really want to move in. No, it's not that. You can do that in the prayer blast afterwards. But it's just a God quality. What is the God quality that you would like to declare for yourself for this coming year or this coming decade? And they will give you a very brief blessing in that. And then they will hand you a card. I don't have any. Okay, where do those cards go? Okay, they need to go up here. They will hand you a card that says on it, my blessing for 2020 is, and there's a blank line, and you can fill that in when you get back to your seat, for what it is that you're claiming to be blessed for for 2020. So the play of consciousness, the play of consciousness is how reality is actually formed. Individually and cosmically. See, I can take all the thought I want, but I can't change the trajectory of the earth or the sun or some star in a faraway galaxy, can I? So there's a consciousness that's bigger than us. that's always at play. The one mind, and thus we, as part of that one mind, as expressions of that one mind, creates through contemplation. Contemplation is waiting patiently for the gaps to be filled in, and it does not insist on quick closure or easy answers. So our contemplation sets things in motion that again may take some time, may show up in ways that are different than we expect. I invite you this year to contemplate this blessing that you've received, to put it somewhere where you see it and to choose it every day. That you wake up in the morning, first thing, I choose this day and this year to be an expression of this. And watch how over time it shifts your experience of your life. I want to close with a quote from Holmes, that says, when we learn to trust the universe, we should be happy, prosperous, and well. When we learn to trust the universe, we should be happy, prosperous, and well. And this year we're going to close our talks with an affirmation. And so if you'll join me with the affirmation that's up on the screen. There is one life... Everything that has ever been created or ever will be created is manifested from that one. So let's move into prayer. Taking a breath, we're going to do some manifesting in that one, in that consciousness. Remembering that there is, first and foremost, that one, that infinite, whatever name we want to give it, beyond words. Just this one, it's one life, this one love, this one wisdom and light, this one power, this one peace, this one beauty, this one joy, this one that is wholeness, that is abundantly, prosperously expressing itself, extravagantly expressing itself, its own nature. There is nothing that holds this one back. It is just being. And it has chosen to take the time and the energy and the consciousness to be each of us. We are thoughts in this infinite field of potential. And we are conscious, creative thoughts. We embody that consciousness. We create consciously. And so we have the ability to duplicate the life, the love, the light, the power, the beauty, the joy, the wholeness, the prosperity and abundant expression of this good. And so I speak my word that each of us this day, this week, this year, this decade, lets that spark of creation shine through us shine through us. We say yes to that which is already ours. We don't have to make it happen. We simply have to make it welcome, be aware of it already expressing, and say yes to this light, yes to this love, yes to this life. And so I'm grateful for each of us to all the degree that we say yes, and all the good that comes out of this, and all the joy that comes out of this. And we ourselves are lights unto the world. And in that sense of gratitude, I release this word into a law that knows it, is already moving it and expressing it in form and experience in our lives right here and right now, because that is the nature of that law, that process, that growth process of the universe. We simply say, yes, we let it be, and together we affirm it by saying, and so it is. Hi. So today in the teen room, we were talking a lot about the, uh, the symbol. I forgot what it was called. The creative the process symbol. symbol. Yes. And we were talking about how the three different levels of it all work to, like, create to bring things into our consciousness. And then we were talking a bit about the meaning of what we believe here at CSL.